Welcome back to the Welcome Matt's podcast. I'm Reverend Matt. I'm regular Matt. And uh, today we are very lucky to have uh, a guest uh, that, I don't know, I've known for a good amount of time. Um, huh, now I'm thinking about it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have Kiana Tsudama on. Uh, she was actually, I think, like one of the first people that I met when I became a minister. Um, yeah, because yeah. I went before I got assigned to Obon at Fresno. And uh, I didn't know basically anybody there. And she taught me the dances. So I was able to keep up <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so, a little bit. <laughs> it, yeah. Going back to the, the beginning of my, my career, uh, which is like nice to, I guess, know, you know, that we're like still in contact. I don't know. Feels good to yeah. me anyway. So I'm, I'm glad we still have a good relationship. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Did you have anything to start with, Matt? Uh, I mean, I've known Kiana for what yak did you do? 12. God, so it's been like four years. Like 2016, I think. Yeah, like four 2016. years. Dang. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like it's been that long. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> no, that's all I got. That's all I got. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, and we uh, we wanted to look this episode a little bit uh, at like um, people in college. Um, so get her uh, kind of viewpoint and experiences on... Um, I guess the connection uh, that people have with Buddhism, with the temples after they graduate high school and junior YBA uh, and kind of go on to live, you know, outside the house um, for the first time. So uh, first, uh, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe uh, where you grew up and your, your temple activity um, before, before you went to college, I guess. Yeah, sure. Um, so I am from Fresno, California, and I have always been going to the Fresno Bethany Buddhist Temple. And I would say my family is very involved. I was the type of kid that went every single week, had perfect attendance at temple. And like, uh, yeah, I know. And um, even my grandparents are very involved. Um, so Buddhism has been pretty integrated into my life. It's where I made a lot of friends and it was my kind of source, my resource for the Japanese American community as well, because Fresno is predominantly Hispanic and white. Um, I also participated in stuff relating to the temple, like Girl Scouts, um, Japanese American, uh, the basketball league. And um, I was very involved in junior YBA as well. Yeah. Oh, and I did Yak 12. What was your Yak year name? uh corgi crew yeah you guys ruined it on the puns (laughs) we're all we're doing great on the puns and then all of a sudden you guys just switch it up 12 i don't know (laughs) can you think i couldn't we can't think of anything if you gave me long enough i could probably if i could come up with something but it's just upsetting Yeah, we held it off until (laughs) last day and that was what we came up with It's all right. It happens. It's also mm-hmm. funny that you're like the third or fourth person to say that you've had perfect attendance for Dharma school. You know, it wasn't exactly fun having to go every week. So the one thing I have to show for a game, like some sort of gift card or something at the end of the year to reward me for going. I'm just more impressed because I, I've, like I said on this podcast multiple times, I've never had perfect mm-hmm. attendance ever. Yeah, yeah, I was always brought out every single week, <laughs> at least until 
middle school and that's when I could start saying you know like uh, I got a lot of homework or a test to study for mm. so I can like sleep more mm-hmm. <laughs> and then work at the same time I know you were very active um in in junior Y because I was at mm-hmm. Fresno um and yeah. you know, taking care of the conference and everything and so mm-hmm. you know huge responsibility um and you, you did a very good job uh but what we're we're really interested in is um you know you're a relationship to Buddhism in college. So if you could tell us where you go to school now. Yeah, so I am in my last year at UCLA. So yeah, I funnily enough, on the first day or the day after I moved in, it was going to be a Sunday. And one of my yak year friends that also went to UCLA, he said, let's go to temple. And I was like, the day after we move in, <laughs> that's <true. laughs> and like it wasn't necessarily close either. It was out in Sawtell, which is a 15, 10, 15 minute drive. Oh yeah, West LA. Neither of us had cars. Yeah. Yeah. But we still went. <laughs> that How'd was the only there? we Ubered. Oh. Yeah, we just we just Ubered. Um and you know, uh the Reverend is very nice. It was very small temple, small service. Um, but it's pretty hard to go to, um, temple regularly in college, I'd say, you know, cause a lot of times you get assigned stuff that's like due over the weekend mm-hmm. or you're like tied down with like club stuff. And if you don't have a car, I don't want to pay like $30 every week to go out to temple. Yeah. 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 Shout okay, out to well- Fumi. <laughs> what? He just retired. <laughs> He'll probably build you a car. Oh, this is true. It, he <laughs> yeah. he's very good. He used to offer Jenna to like leave her car um, at the temple when we would go down Sautel, and then he wow. would be like, "Oh yeah, I'll fix, I'll fix it for you guys while you're out." That's so nice. Yeah. Wait. So that's the reverend that was yeah Fumi there Itsuki. most recently. Yeah. Yeah. He um, drove us all back, so we didn't have to um, Uber back after service. He probably yeah. just wanted to get away from the temple. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He is. Yeah, he's so nice. <laughs> Well, you, you touched on something um, that I I agree with that it's hard to go to college. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you gave the reason that yeah, a lot of things get assigned over the weekend. Um, I was a pretty terrible student, so that didn't really apply to me because <laughs> I didn't do very much homework anyway. But it, it made me wonder uh, if, you know, the weekend is a bad time for college students. What what would a better day or time be, do you think? You know, that's so hard because when you're in college and then like everyone joins different clubs and organizations, you it's you can pretty much only be involved and in like like actually heavily involved in maybe two clubs at most, I think. Because otherwise you just run into things, um, scheduling conflicts constantly. Um, so it's really hard to say. I feel like having a, an event to like plan for so that's why I liked college YBA I would like have this set day ahead of time that I planned around which is really easy um because you want to accommodate everyone else in like your clubs or like if your friends want to hang out right you don't want to be the one person that like conflicts so yeah I don't know if there's a set day that works but I think the college YBA events are really nice to go to and I also liked the podcast. It felt like I was in senior class again, honestly. <laughs> the relevancy of citizens in our lives. No, it's a good thing. I love senior class. 
because um I feel like when you're little and they just teach you about all the oh like here are the here's the eightfold noble path this is what it is or like here's what Buddhism is like in other countries it feels very school-like which you're trying to get away from on the weekends whereas in senior class when you get into high school our teacher Mr. Tonga would just um first talk about sports just to have a commonality because we all played against each other's schools and then we would go into whatever with the drama talk was talked about and the basic concept and then um relating it to our own daily lives being able to relate Buddhism to your daily life helps see you be able to see it a lot more and be more aware of it so these podcasts were very nice to see the relevancy in things that I didn't either like because I was listening from a year behind <laughs> on like say you're the agent and how that plays into Buddhism as well okay that's that's interesting like um i mean i i agree that there should be like a set day uh mm-hmm. for, for college students because then in that way uh the you can like you said you can plan around it right like okay if i want to go to this then i'm going to make time uh for it but um you mentioned um, the college yba so uh maybe you could explain uh what what that is for some people that maybe don't know. Yeah, so the College YBA is basically Junior YBA 2.0. It's for when you um, graduate out of high school. And I think it goes up to like age 24, 26. And um, we have events that would be like conferences and you'd stay overnight and you do different workshops. It's basically the same types of um, conferences you'd see in Junior YBA, but for college age people and um we're very used to having people fly in from say other states or all over california and it helps us stay connected to one another and to buddhism in the same way that gmyb helped us i think okay great and then i guess in in that same vein uh if temples wanted to i don't know have a better relationship or like host college students or something is that like mm-hmm. a better model like maybe doing something once a year or like twice a year versus like every you know sunday or like every other i don't know wednesday or something i think that would be um a better model yeah like if we had like these weekends to expect it for sort of like how we did in Jumai bsa memorial weekend veterans weekend um some sort of time of year we can kind of expect it to happen because I feel like what would happen, and or I guess maybe what happened to me in high school as well, is that the whole every week thing, and then you feel like, oh, I, it's like, it'll be there every week. I can like skip, you know? But if it's only a few times a year, it's a lot easier to just be like, oh, this is happening then, I'll go to it, because the next thing's gonna be like months after. Okay, well, that's good. That's interesting. And I'm, I don't know, like I, like I said, it may be, maybe a better, model for for temples if they want to try to reach out to um mm-hmm. college students so you you also were talking about different uh clubs and organizations and so i was wondering which ones you were part of yeah so the main ones that i'm a part of um is asian pacific health corps um and that's kind of where we we put on these health fairs to serve um like the asian pacific islander community in southern california okay, a lot sorry. of them don't go did you say Asian or aging? <laughs> um, Asian Pacific oh, Islander. Asian. Okay, I will right. say a lot of the demographic is older. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, we host these health fairs for them to come out to and get like physicals if they aren't super comfortable in finding and own their own providers um, within the area. And we also help them find them if they would like it. And then I'm also really involved in Foundations Choreography, which is um, a dance organization for beginner and intermediate dancers. So yeah, Very cool. that's pretty much been my life during college is those two orgs. Uh, can I ask you a question? So we were just talking about like college YBA. Do you guys still have a senior YBL down South? Cause I know when you know. <laughs> I was active, there was a, pre- I, I wouldn't say big, but it was probably maybe like 10 <clears throat> to 15 kids. Yeah. <laughs> so when I got into college, I was told about it and I was invited to a Facebook group page. Mm-hmm. But as far as I knew, that was all that was their form of communication. And the last event they posted about was like a year previous. Mm. And I hadn't seen any posts really since then. So I'm not sure if it just died died out on its Mm -hmm. own (laughs) or what. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's the same thing. Like you said, like, it's just everybody gets active in Mm -hmm. other group, in other like social groups and things like that, that it's just hard to yeah. keep up. I feel like if yeah. you don't have a big enough group, it's hard to keep it going forever. It's one of those things That's where like true. everyone just keeps getting busy and then it like dies off eventually. Yeah. Cause it always depends too on like who's younger and willing to take it on. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So rip senior YBL. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, I never got to take part in anything. Um, it's just dead forever now because nobody knows about it now that you guys are <laughs> now that you guys are graduating and you were like the last people to not even participate in it but know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Oh well, uh, yeah, it might Dad. start up again in in some other form. I mean, that's kind of yeah. what happens, right? Is that these organizations go through these whatever waves and then mm-hmm. they they show up in a different way, which is impermanence, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, I, I was talking about like making events, you know, at temple and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think maybe I, I got a little ahead of myself, um, <laughs> because as a, as a college student, do you even, do you even like want to go to temple at all? Like, is it, I, and you know, no judgments or anything. It's, it's just a matter of like, you know, trying to figure out the mentality, um, kind of just the feeling of, uh, cause I, cause I completely understand if, um, not just you personally, but if anybody, you know, would need a break from going to temple, uh, if they even wanted to, to go or wanted to explore different things, because that's, um, you know, what you're supposed to do in college, you're supposed to figure mm-hmm. out who you are and like what you like and what you want to do. So um, I, I mean, yeah, I don't have any problems with people saying like, no, I, I needed a break or I wanted to step away or I wanted to try something else. It's like, oh, that's completely fine. So I was wondering for you personally, like, did you, do you even want to I guess it's kind of late now, but throughout your career, college career, like, did you even feel the need or, or want to like go to Temple? Um, I guess in a way I did take a break because I think that when you're so involved for so long and like, especially in like my senior year, like I was the president um, for my chapter, Temple chapter. And then like, so I was really busy with that. And then with Yak stuff and like having to help up on there for services after a while it like took its toll and I was just really tired. And the thing that brings me back is the people um, for sure. So if I were to come back um, like Fresno, I'd 
did sometimes visit for services and stuff like that. Um, whereas in college, it's definitely like, oh, I just want to treat this as my college life, you know? Um, and especially the difficulty of not having a temple close enough with no transportation makes it harder. So it just made sense to me just to take a break, I think. Do you think too, it's like not because it's not your own temple, like your own home temple that you don't really feel mm-hmm. the same kind of connection to it? I'm just wondering, cause you know, the comparison between Fresno, where I think especially your guys' friend group is very close mm-hmm. and like your families are all very close versus, mm-hmm. you know, going to a smaller temple like West LA, which is the closest one to you, where it's, yeah. where it's a little bit different is in, it's a lot smaller. It's a lot old, older Sangha. It is there's, older. Yeah. yeah. There's just like not as many, <laughs> I was about to. yeah, there's just not as many like people there in general and kids. And like, it's not like your family like your extended family or like your friend's family. Family friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think that's a little bit different and kind of holds you back from going when you're at school? I think that did play into it. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> I think that played into it a little bit. Um, it's definitely intimidating going to um, somewhere where you don't know anyone. Um, and it felt a little bit easier. You know, that one time I went with um, a Yak friend, but um yeah, I think it would have helped if there was probably people around my age, you know, to kind of talk to you. Um, for a few times, maybe two, three, two, I don't really remember. Um, my dad was like friends with the ladies that are really involved at the Gardena Temple. And then they started a like, I forgot what it's called. It's like, but basically it was like, um, like once a month, I think, or we would bring in like college age kids and we'd like have discussions relating to Buddhism. Um, And it was nice, but the only hard part for me was that I was asking um, my dad's friend to come after her job, like after she ended Mm. work that day to come pick me up at like school and then drive me all the way out to Gardena. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the night to drive me all the way back to UCLA. So It was a little bit out of my way. It was nice um, being able to talk to people that were around my age, but the transportation difficulty and then mm. not being able to just go myself was a little bit difficult <laughs> to keep going. As an aside, I, or I think I was at the conference where like your dad became like best friends with the Gardena people. Yeah, they're like best friends. It's yeah. like, what? And yeah, yeah. It was at this, I can't remember which conference was, but I remember like- was in Arizona. It might have been, and it was just like yeah. they—they're—they're they're hanging out a lot. Like at this conference, I think they—it was something about like they—we didn't have set dinner plans, and they ended up going out together. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah, came back, right. and they were like, "Oh, you guys are like hanging out for real." And then I think they—they <laughs> they, did they come to Fresno or they went to like another thing, and yeah. your dad came out with like handmade drinks. I was like, oh, "That is I'm yeah, so no, random." <laughs> That is so he just, random. Like, absolutely adores them. And like, you know, I can see why. Like, they're very nice ladies for sure. And my dad and them have the same vibe, I think, in how involved they are in the temple. Um, and then just like, yeah, same vibe. Makes sense. I'm glad he made some friends for sure. <laughs> so every time he comes down to visit me, he has to see them too that now. That is so <laughs> funny. Your dad actually like it, it cracks me up because like knowing him before I was like a junior YBA advisor and now mm-hmm. like 
talking to him at like the Fresno conference for the kids and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, get a completely different vibe about him. I'm like, oh, for sure. I'm like, oh, oh, wait, you are friendly? This is confusing to me because it kind of scared me before. Yeah, he has that effect on people. I think, it, for I, sure. I think it's just because he's kind of more like serious. Oh, yeah. Or like definitely. he seems like he is. And then you start talking to him and he's just like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I will say not, not he changed that. his hair. It's not as no! looking. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the military kind of like square ha- haircut, buzz cut type thing, he has the kind of typical older Asian man, like side part type of thing now. How will I recognize looks him? a lot softer. Yeah. How, no, he has a completely I know different vibe. <laughs> I won't be able to point him out from like 18 feet away. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, right? This is upsetting. <laughs> at least he looks um i'd say softer more approachable that's funny to that is younger so fun- kids I, why did he decide to ch- okay this is like totally off the rails now but <laughs> yeah. why did he decide to change his hair um it was quarantine it was starting to grow out and he had to figure out something to do with it and um my mom and i both agreed we liked it better and i will say my dad had that other haircut for probably like 30 years you know so i think it was time for a nice change of pace so he kept it that is so funny i can't even <laughs> i can't even picture this in my mind i can't either you're gonna have to send us a picture oh for sure yeah i'll definitely do that later <laughs> yes all right anyway anyway going back going back <laughs> yeah so it was good that you were able to you know meet up with other um buddhists right and, and within that <laughs> community uh, having to go travel obviously is kind of tough to maintain. So yeah. I was wondering if you met other Buddhists at uh, UCLA, and, you know, not necessarily like um, from Temple, from like the BCA or something, but just you know, Buddhists in general. Like, what kind of interactions you had, or um, if not meeting other Buddhists, uh, were there? Did you meet other people that were interested that you were Buddhist? I guess. Um, hmm. I definitely met some other people that were at other temples like OCBC and stuff like that um, through NSU. And um, as for otherwise outside of NSU, I find it pretty rare to find anyone that's even maybe like other types of Buddhism. It happened a few times, but um, most of them aren't super active Buddhists. Um, Whereas like when I talk about my upbringing with like all these different um, activities and stuff like that, they couldn't relate to it. Um, yeah, and it was, and then there are a lot of people that are interested just because it's like a rarity. It's like, oh, you're like a unicorn. I've never met another Buddhist before, right? Um, and they'll ask me a little bit about it, um, the basic concepts, I suppose. But other than that, that's pretty much it, I think. Okay. I mean, that's because that's interesting to me. Uh, in my experience in college, like when I told people, and this is a little bit different because I told people that I wanted to be like a Buddhist minister. And so they're like, yeah. I've never heard anybody that wanted to do that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> but just the idea of like Buddhism or, or, you know, Buddhist people would you know ask me too about the, the concepts and, you know, what does it mean? What do you guys do? Um, and I, I feel like we live in a time now where it's, um, really interesting. I probably have said this in another podcast, but people like, they think it's cool 
Uh, whereas, you know, maybe 20, even like, you know, and especially like 50 years ago, people were like, Ooh, no, you're not Christian. Like, that's not cool. So like now <laughs> people are excited and, and it's, mm-hmm. and it is cool and they want to know about it. So yeah. I think it's nice that, um, it's, uh, that kind of reaction instead of like a negative one. So I'm glad to hear that you also had that, that same kind of like, Oh, you're a unicorn. <laughs> so that's like really nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely very um, funny. And then they have like meditation groups. There is one Buddhist club that I remember seeing at the activities fair, but they were um, much more meditation and like kind of Zen Buddhism focused, I think, mm. but you know, they're there. There are people that are interested for sure. I think there's even seminars actually that was kind of revolving around a lot of Buddhist concepts um, that the school offered. Yeah, they just offered one during summer that was open to anyone, not even UCLA people. Anyone could enroll into it and like take this seminar about like mindfulness and meditation and stuff. So, so this was, this is really putting you on the spot. Um, And if you don't have an answer, that's completely fine. But Mm -hmm. uh, looking like, kind of into the future now that you're on the precipice of like graduating oh uh do you do you know <laughs> at least you know like in the short term where you want to uh live you know like for the next maybe a couple of years like do you want to go back home do you want to stay mm-hmm. out in southern california do you want to go someplace completely different like, sacramento any- maybe i heard they have a good minister and a good sangha <laughs> <laughs> that they do that they do good uh junior yba advisor mm, I, that's debatable <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, if you haven't given any thought, that's fine. But I was, I was wondering um, if, if you, if you had given any thought to it. Yeah. So my ideal plan is I'm trying to look into gain a job like in LA uh, to get more experience in like the like healthcare field um, that I'm interested in because I'm still kind of undecided about what like specific career I want to go to grad school for. Um, so I want to like stay in LA because there's a lot more job opportunities just in sheer volume right um and because i hadn't had a chance to really explore much of la because of school and because of um, all my clubs and stuff kept me really busy so i think it'd be nice to stick around for a little bit longer yeah okay i mean like do you and this and this again if you don't have an answer this is getting Mm -hmm. like real personal but like would you (laughs) would you want to end up like in la or do you see yourself going back to fresno Um, I'm not sure yet because I think it would just depend on job and like, if I, I mean, I don't really foresee myself getting married in the next like few years because I don't really feel that, um, adult yet, you know, that seems a very adult thing to do, but, um, you know, it's, there's a lot of different factors, but I could see myself settling in LA or maybe OC like a little bit outside of LA, um, or I could see myself coming back to Fresno because I really enjoyed my upbringing here. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it shows a little bit of maturity in you to know that you're not ready for that. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, maybe I'm ready for marriage. It's kind of like, ooh, maybe you should think about that a little more. It's crazy. There's so many people I know that are my age getting married what? and having kids. So many, so many. <laughs> Could be just Fresno things. I don't know. <laughs> Is it like you're temple friends or like just people from fresno that like you were friends with in school people from fresno mm-hmm. like a lot of people i went to high school with mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah no all my uh temple friends i can tell you a lot of us are still trying to figure things out career-wise you know mm-hmm. 
definitely not to that marriage ready yet. <laughs> I feel like that's the same for like, I don't, I don't know about you, Reverend Matt, but like a lot of my friends are the same way of like, I mean, we just got married, me and Jenna, but I think we're like the first one out of our friend group. I mean, besides you, of course, Matt. <laughs> but well, like, I mean, and I might, I am on the older side of your, your friend group. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's true, but I think, well, I think too, because we see you so much, it, fe yeah. it doesn't feel that way. It's right. We see no, you, yeah. Cause we, cause we, you know, when we hang out, it's like just hanging out, but it is weird. Cause like Jed and I were just talking about this. Like if we, we feel like we're behind in terms of having kids because, you know, Sammy has a kid. You guys just had your first kit for only? No, we're not talking about that. Don't worry about that. But um, <laughs> we're talking about like, oh, well, if we have kids the next like three or four years, we're still going to have kids before a lot of our friends are probably married. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's true. Uh, I feel like the, well, no, because I mean, I got, when, when I got married, 20, 18. 18. I don't know. Technically, it's 2017. It was December of 2017. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been three years now. And I'm 32 years now. So I was 29 when um, I got married. And I mean, your friends aren't quite 29 yet, right? I mean, well, okay. So, so I'll be 29 in three months. And a lot of my friends are either a year or two younger. So yeah, they're probably like getting oh. there, but so, okay. So then they're right there. <laughs> yeah. But they don't even, I mean, I don't think any of my friends listen to this anyway. So I'm just going to talk about them freely without, <laughs> without names or, or maybe I'll just bleep out their names later. Who knows? But I, I feel like a lot of them don't even really seem like they're that close in terms of either being with somebody that they want to marry or just being with someone in general. Cause I yeah. don't know. Well, like even to, you know, some of our friends are still going to school are still trying to figure out like, you know, being in med school and things like that. So, I mean, some of them don't even no, have careers those, yet. Those are all important things. Yeah. Like, yeah. even, like, even if you're in a relationship and you're close, like you still got to think about your career mm -hmm. and where you're going to, where you're going to be, who's going to be doing what, like you got to figure all that stuff out. So, I mean, I, I understand, you know, completely. As far as like my friends go, um, I'm kind of in the middle. I mm. want to say because there's still some friends of mine that aren't aren't quite there. Call them out, with, like, call marriage. them out. <laughs> and then there's some who aren't quite there, you know, with kids. But there's definitely friends who have been married for a while and you know have kids. So I, I mean, I think I think Sam was probably the first one. Yeah. Well, I mean, she. I mean, if you think about it, she had a Ilo when they were like 27. 20, I'll be three in April. So if, if we're 32. Yeah, I'm, th I'm trying to do the math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, yeah. I, I consider that still pretty young in terms of like the temple people. Cause I feel like, I feel like a lot of people from temple tend to like think about school and career first. And then, mm. and then kind of like, kids after not necessarily yeah. marriage that kind of falls in the middle somewhere there right right yeah so i don't know i mean everyone has their different priorities and then that's how 
it kind of influences their life. So I don't know. No, again, no judgments on when people want to have kids or get married. It's you should do what you're ready for. Yeah. <laughs> you should yeah. do something before you. Although it's not like you're ever ready for anything, you know. But prepared enough, I guess. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I don't even remember what you're talking about. We went back. We were, to we're talking about Kiana getting or being mature enough to say she's not ready to get married. Okay, uh, yes. at such my, a young at such a young age in life plan. Yeah, yeah. at do such you, a young age. You, I mean, do you have like an ideal time, like time you'd want to? Um, financial stability first before everything is the ideal. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a time? Is there an age that you'd like to be financially stable by? So the sooner the better. <laughs> These are good answers. Very. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, if you if you're thinking about grad school, right, then it's probably mm-hmm. going to be at least another two, mm-hmm. if not three. Yeah, or four years. I'm not expecting it to be soon, but you know that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Because, like, if right, you you were saying you wanted to explore um, L.A. or Southern California, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit more, have a little bit more free time. Uh, which is easier when you're financially stable, when you don't mm-hmm. have to go to school, when you have, you know, like a nine to five or something, then you have kind of these other times where you can do stuff. So mm-hmm. like, would would joining a temple down there be part of, of that, like exploring or, or living, existing, you know, down there? Like, would it, would that be part of it, do you think? Or you'd probably still wait until you get, you know, married and have a kid or something. Um, I'm not sure about like heavy involvement of like coming like every week, like I used to, but I could see myself definitely. I mean, I already um, try to make an effort to go out to like the Obon festivals if I'm able to. Like any of the big events is always nice, I think, to remind myself of like what it was like when I was growing up and having that same sort of community around. Um, yeah, I will say it's like literally transportation is just the hardest part in college and in young adulthood, I think, in terms of accessibility to temple. So hopefully I can be close enough to a temple. Like if I was near Gardena per se and I had a car, like I'd probably go to there more frequently, I think. Um, I guess since I already have that bond with the, the ladies there because my dad being friends say, with them all. I was going to say your dad could come visit you a little bit more so he can hang out with his friends and see you. Mm-hmm. And we eat good food when we go together. Like, it's nice. <laughs> well, it, it's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the main food draw really of all the temples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to get a little more, I guess, uh, I don't know. Involved is maybe the wrong word, but like mm-hmm. a little more theoret- theoretical, I guess, or something. <laughs> so if <laughs> it probably wouldn't be the best option if we had like those Korean Christian churches, like a big van that drove around and picked up anybody, would that be weird? Or like, would that be a good investment? Cause the other, like other option, at least in my head would be cre- to create these like satellite services communities, kind of mm. like to have somebody go to you versus, you know, you going to the temple. Uh, it's, it's really hard, especially now and especially in California to get real estate. So, I mean, like for mm-hmm. us to, to build something would be pretty basically impossible <laughs> but yeah. if we had someone go over and host you know like at someone's house or you know rent out a facility um uh or you know like i said have somebody with a big van that came around and like got people and then brought them to the temple we could do 
any of those things, but I mean, like, what would, what would be maybe most appealing to you? I think that, well, I will just say, speaking for like across all the college students I know, if you don't have to go somewhere far, it's always going to be the, the more um, attractive option for sure. Um, I do know it, it's pretty um, big for some of the, as you said, like the Korean Christian groups, they do do vans to go out to different churches. Um, I would say before doing or trying to do that anywhere, you'd want to make sure you have an established interest probably from like maybe keeping track with like the junior YBA seniors and seeing where they go and like connecting them to each other and facilitating that. I think that would help a lot. Um, say like with the senior YBL thing, but like having a really active um, and trying to, or sorry, I'm trying to think about how to say this. Um, so, so basically what we need is some kind of like social yeah. network to mm-hmm. keep track of all junior Y people and where they are so that wow that that sounds kind of like a big brother thing <laughs> like, or just like a running database like a running database that like yeah or some something again i just something to like connect people to uh, like the the original intent of like social media mm-hmm. or of linkedin or of facebook really you know back when it was just mm-hmm. college i remember talking about that the last podcast We're like oh yeah back when it was just college and i was like what it was just college but the, the, this idea of networking where if uh you know we could connect people to other people from junior YBA. And that's probably something that we've been lacking on. And the the BCA scale, like we were just now kind of revamping our website. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that, you know, the, the temples out of necessity, they've had to look at their um, social media and how, how they interact with people on, online. So we're, we're way behind on that. But maybe mm-hmm. it's important for us now to look at and be like, yo, this is, this is maybe priority, you know, maybe not one, but like two or three where we got to set up some kind of network for people when they, when they leave uh, to be able to meet up with other YBA people uh, in Mm -hmm. the, in the area, I guess. And so we'd have to create, I don't know, hubs or something, or maybe each temple would be a hub or maybe each school would be a hub, but something where Mm -hmm. you you would know that there's somebody close by that you could be like, Hey, we were both in YBA. So we immediately have something that we can connect and talk over. And then mm-hmm. you have a friend or they're really weird. And then you, you don't have a friend, but like, <laughs> either way, there's an opportunity there because mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be friends with everybody just because you have that background, but the likelihood yeah. is higher, I suppose, at least in that initial conversation. Yeah. Cause I think establishing the social aspect is really important because that's what, when everyone goes to college, that's like what you're desiring the most is like friends, you know? just having someone to be able to go to, especially if you're going to a school where not a lot of people you know went to. So I definitely felt that um, being the only person coming from like the Fresno Temple. And I actually didn't even know many people from my high school that went to UCLA either my year. So I really felt that I just need to find friends and that's the most important thing to me right now. So I don't, I'm not alone, you know? Absolutely. So being able to show them that like there's these people with a common background would help a lot and like if you can confirm in some way like that they're gonna be there um is definitely gonna be a way better way to bring people out i think sure absolutely and like uh i i one of the great things i like about the culture of college is that everyone is 
in the same boat. So they're ready to make mm-hmm. friends. You know, you get yeah. that one like loser who goes with their <laughs> best friend to college and they don't make any more friends. And you're like, ah, get mm-hmm. out of here. But like most people, right. You go to the dorms, all the doors are open, especially yeah. you know, that first week and everyone wants to talk. Oh my God. You just, yeah. you just show up here like, <laughs> Hey, what's your name? And it's not weird. It's like, oh, hey, and then you start talking. <laughs> Whereas, you know, in any in any other social aspect, if you're like, hey, you know, I'm Matt. Who are you? They're like, I. What What are you doing? Why are you approaching me? So, like, it's, <laughs> it's this great feeling of like everyone wants to be friends, and so mm-hmm. to have that um, network, like you said, not just um, you know the the these random people that you can meet, which is absolutely great and you should try to meet different people but then if you have this also uh kind of almost like a safety net or something where like oh i know i'm gonna get along with these people because we have these like shared values or something it would be nice to to have that to at least you know fall back on if um you don't feel comfortable or uh if you don't have a great opportunity to meet other people which Mm -hmm. you know like if you go to i don't know a commuter school or something maybe might be hard so yeah that's why you have like those YBA groups. I mean, I guess that's why you try to have those YBA groups. Which right? which YBA groups? Like college YBA and stuff like that for like the kids who oh. do go to community yeah. schools. Because that that was my big thing is when I was in college, I didn't have a lot of Buddhist friends that went that were around my area. Just staying in Sacramento. I mean, I, I still had like friends from church, but they didn't go to temple or anything. It was more so being active in college YBA mm-hmm. more than anything. Mm-hmm. But even then, I don't think we really went to temple. <laughs> yeah. So like college YBA is great. Uh, right. If you go and then you can network um, it, like the time is limited and you, it's hard to meet everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't, you know, go to reach all people from YBA. So maybe there's like something that we can do to create, I don't know, an app or something and have people be like, Oh. Very ambitious and ask. I know you. <laughs> Ooh, who that's do you a lot think of work. <laughs> I'm I'm as like a low key hobby. I'm learning how to code just to like build Just a low key hobby. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's not your quarantine. I'm not doing it for like hours every day, but mm-hmm. it's that's a good time to learn right now. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully, I was because I was thinking like, oh, we should do something for the temple, which you know, I that's something that I'd like to do. But if there's you know something else that I could do for like, yeah, people in in YBA and they can like sign up and meet others, and I don't know. Of course, immediately I'm like, we have to figure out how to screen this, but yeah, it would be cool if like we could do it, and I'd like to do it outside of like Facebook or something. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think right now would be a really good time to take advantage of like, it's a lot easier to hop onto things because it's virtual. You know, you're not, you're not spending four hours driving somewhere to like stay for a few days and then four hours driving back. Um, I think in our past, I think it was the conference that we had this fall to replace the one we normally have for like a full weekend um, in October we had a virtual one and there was like 60 people online, which is probably one of our biggest turnouts. And for however I've been in college IBA, so my entire college career is like the largest turnout we had. And it was really cool to see people I hadn't seen in like maybe years or since like Yak. Um, Yeah, I think right now virtual is the best way to bring everyone out to network. And so they establish the connections right now. So they'll be more inclined to go somewhere to meet everyone would be really good. 
It could be the Rizzit framework. Maybe I don't have to build an app for this. Sorry. <laughs> All right. No, yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, I, I'm really happy to hear uh, how College YBA has continued to exist, but then also has evolved um, to really meet the needs of the people that uh, encompass it, right? Like mm-hmm. for you to have like a conference like that is just amazing that um, in, you know, within the, the year, right, you were able to make that that change and then it was able to reach uh, that many people. So um, I don't know, hats off to you and uh, I'm, I'm oh, really to them. I'm, I'm not on cabinet anymore. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just joined <laughs> as a participant. So, yeah, I think they've been doing a really good job this year. All right. If you're if you're listening, College YBA, good job. <laughs> yes. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I guess just to like flesh out this idea that yeah. we've created as far as like networking with uh, people from YBA. So like what what do you think would be the first like initial I guess screen or something would be like you'd have to register, right? Have like your name and email, mm-hmm. and then maybe what school? Because would it be the school that you would want to like base it around? Probably, right? Because I feel that's... like yeah, unless there's a bunch of schools that are very small and close to each other. Yeah, but um, like I guess you can think of it like if you did like USC and USC and UCLA, that makes oh. sense, you know, for like kind of in close proximity. And our schools do have a high interaction with each other as rivals. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you, you could group it in that way. But I will say you definitely need to remember we are lazy. A lot of us don't have cars. Right. <laughs> and so if we don't have to walk very far to it, it's always going to be the optimum uh, way to go. Right, right. So, like, the because the everything's going to be centered around the school because when mm-hmm. you're going to school, that's where – initially you live right and then if you move off campus or whatever then that's that's fine too um Mm -hmm. but then it's going to be kind of centered around there that's where the hub I guess is going to be and then like you said you know with other schools obviously if they're same proximity then then -hmm. you can definitely look into that one too but then okay so you register you see pick your school maybe and then like the next screen would be um here's here's who went to YBA that is also attending your school maybe and Mm -hmm. then I don't know maybe I guess, I guess part of the registration, you could say what temple you're from and then you could mm-hmm. see where all the other people. So it really would be more of like a, like you said, Matt, like a database, huh? Of mm-hmm. like who, and I guess, I guess maybe your, your year, right. That might be good too. Yeah. Yeah. Like your your mm-hmm. year. And then, so, so it's really maybe not that complicated where you would just put in your information and then you could see people who are also, uh, I guess in the same area. And then the next, I guess the next part would be tricky of like how you would then contact them of like, it would be through whatever framework we have to be mm-hmm. like a direct message. Or if we had, if we created groups for people and then they could post in like a message board. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I recently put their handles out there Reddit, and they can all follow all each about other. Message boards, but like, <laughs> that's an old you, person thing. What do you think the best communication would be like direct messaging would be like a message board would be just to like i don't know i don't know what else how would you want to reach out to somebody is what he's asking you yeah (laughs) Mm. you know see that's the interesting thing because my school uses facebook for pretty much everything but that's not the same thing at every school like Mm. a lot of my friends at other schools don't even have facebook like downloaded or maybe don't even have an account 
So it sucks, but it will depend from school to school, I think, on like what they may promote their own stuff on. Um, trying to think. Social media is a great way to get started, to get the word out. Infographics and shareability is really important. Um, as for actually getting a response from people, the more direct it is, the more likely you are to get a response. So whether emails can sometimes get flooded over, if they do allow you to maybe do like a messaging system, like text message, that could work. Um, I'm not sure how those work, but I do know that I feel a lot more obligated to respond if it's a text message. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Okay. I mean, like, would you, would you reach out then to like an individual or would you want to maybe message like a group? Like what would be the, the most comfortable, I guess, initial interaction with somebody? Cause I mean, cause some people are cool. Like just, you know, you might DM somebody and then you get a response back. And that's like nice because it's like a conversation. It's kind of weird to be like, Hey, I'm in the area Somebody talk to me, I guess. <laughs> so I don't know. Like what what would be comfortable or maybe you've had like a, an experience with, I don't know, like a club or or some other um like like you said, Facebook group or something, you know, like what mm -hmm. what what's like the maybe best way to start an initial reaction? Initial reaction, I would say like, yeah, like a Facebook group. At least based on like how my clubs and like do it. We normally have like a Facebook group. We have a post, we'll like post leading up to it, you know, reminders. And then like, sometimes we'll do RSVP forms or um, like a react this post if you're interested or comment under it. Um, and then like, once you get really um, established, sort of at least maybe meeting a couple times, that's when you can have like the direct messages and like, hey, are you coming tonight? Because um, that definitely works on... Um, within my clubs, especially like the way we're set up, we have like families, so you can meet people in a smaller setting. So it's like, I'm a fan head this year. So I like, we'll text people like, are you hopping onto the Zoom? Where are you? So yeah, I think a group post would probably be easiest to start with. Very good. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. You really flesh out this all, idea, aren't you? It's all starting to come together. <laughs> Also, first and second years are going to be a really big target group for you because those are the people that don't have the really established friend groups yet. Right. And then it would, just as like an organizational standpoint or like disseminating information, I figure you would look at the second years to be the ones to like reach out to their you know juniors, right? Like mm -hmm. to be like, hey, uh, you're, you know, wherever you're going or whatever, like join this thing or, you know, put in your information and register and then you know we can we can mm -hmm. find like a group or something to, to meet so there's like this chain and then we'd have to have some kind of like mods moderation so anyway <laughs> all right no this is very this is very helpful and like <laughs> i don't know i i don't know if i would make necessarily an app for this but yeah something mm -hmm. with framework i don't know if you guys have heard of like tribe but that's i vaguely i think i've heard of it maybe Okay, because that was something I tried doing for Dharma school and uh -huh. it didn't work, which is fine. Uh -huh. um, I try a lot of things that don't work, um, as you probably knew from my time at Fresno. <laughs> but like the things, <laughs> the things that do work, like 
it's they then then you know you, you can run with it and then also like mm-hmm. if you try something and it doesn't work then you can build on it with, with like another framework or something so anyway mm-hmm. but that was so that was something that like i really liked how it how it worked and how it looked but it maybe wasn't the right audience for it and so maybe mm-hmm. it might work better for this so i don't know something i'll look into but all right i might call upon you to yeah for sure <laughs> i'm not doing anything so all right <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't know. That was just a lot of me brainstorming. Do you have anything you want to ask us or put Uh, out to the world? hmm. What were you guys like during college in relation to temple activities and staying involved? Yeah. So I went, I went to Davis. Um, and before I even got here, someone, actually a friend from Fresno told me like, Oh my God, you got to join the Japanese American student society. Um, so like already there, uh, there was this connection to the people, um, mm-hmm. you know, from someone who was in junior Y with me and then also like to the J community, um, which included a lot of people who went to temple, uh, and as a group within, so that's like essentially our NSU, like within that group, uh, we decided to go to temple. I want to say twice, maybe three times in four years <laughs> I went but we you know we went to like college YBA things together uh we you know we like you said it, it's hard with with a transportation and so you know we would drive together to certain things mm-hmm. um like I you know I kept in contact with the, the yak group uh they they did a really good job of putting on events apparently because we bugged them enough that they just put them on. <laughs> so, uh, we did that. And then, uh, like certain YBA things. I remember, uh, I actually, when I was in junior Y, I chaired the Bay district volleyball tournament. And then mm-hmm. I knew who was running it when I went to college. And so mm-hmm. I asked him like, Hey man, you think it's cool if we bring like a group from Davis? And he's like, oh yeah, whatever. So we went and we pissed off a bunch of parents because they were like, why are these college kids coming in here like beating beating on our teams? <laughs> which is which was not true. Like we uh-huh. we were not that good, but you know how some of those parents get and they're all like, oh, but we have to win this trophy that doesn't mean anything. It's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Dude. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, like as far as actual temple participation, there it really wasn't much like for me, mm-hmm. and um, I figured. I was in a, maybe a different boat to his other people because I figured I was going to be going to temple for the rest of my life as a career. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I could take four years off. I'd probably be. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Matt, how about you? Um, so I went to community college in Sacramento first and then ended up transferring to Sac State. But when I was at community college, I was kind of, I was working a lot then and, you know, going school full time. And I was just feeling a little burnt out from being at temple all the time for you know yc and basketball and stuff like that that i think for me those first few years at community college i kind of was like i don't really want to go to temple anymore i will because i have to (laughs) but even then it was kind of like i'd skip a few weeks here and there uh Mm -hmm. in a month and then more so when i started going to sac state um i kind of started helping out a little bit more but less so like on the Nigene as a YC participant and more so as like a Dharma school teacher. So my route is a little bit different. I feel like I was a little bit more active than most people, but I think if I went away to college, I probably wouldn't have been 
as active, at least going to Temple. But I participated a lot in college YBA. Like I, I was the president for like three of the years I was there. And then um, most of my friends are actually either YC people that also went to college YBA or just people I met through college YBA. So most of my friends are all those people. So we went to stuff or we would just plan, plan in quotations, uh, college YBA things. And it would be things like we went to, um, I don't know, we went camping and there was really no Buddhist aspect to it other than we were all Buddhist and we went together. Or that one time when uh, River Matt and I went to, uh, where did we go in San Jose? What's that house called? Winchester. Oh. Winchester Mystery Winchester. House. Yeah. We like planned a Winchester Mystery House thing and we had like 20 people go. But it I wouldn't say it was Buddhist. It was because we we're all part of College YBA. But we, it was just a go. <laughs> it was just an excuse to hang out. And we got ice cream. Yeah. Twice. Before and after. <laughs> That's right. As you should. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I think that I am more of an exception of like kept participating in temple stuff rather than the rule. If, if it were my option, I probably would have, if I were to redo it, I probably would have taken more time away from the temple and then mm -hmm. came back, but it's good. They need youth representation. I will say the one thing that I did after being in college was starting to go up to Seattle and going to like the Northwest convention and remember Matt's been quite a few times, right? Yeah, well, like from my YAC, you know, coming out of high school, we knew people from the mm. Seattle area. And so I kept in contact with them in college. And then um, actually when I graduated, uh, I mean, before the pandemic, obviously, but I was going up to Seattle basically every year to like just hang out. And then, uh, you know, for the Northwest convention, uh, then it was like, okay, well, now I have to go for work. So that's <laughs> even better. Before it was fun, now um, it's work. Yeah. So, uh, I, I was maintaining, you know, my, my relationships there and, uh, it, it was great to also network in that way because there's a great uh, group of people, um, not just my friends, but you know, like the, the ministers, the, the temple, uh, members there, they, they're all really nice. So I, I was happy to keep going up to Seattle when I could. Yeah. I think for me though, it's more like, because I became so close with all those temple people and maybe keep going to other temple stuff but i feel like it's it's different for you kiana because like you guys are all a lot of your temple friends from fresno seem like you guys are all still really close right yeah yeah we just had a god maybe at least uh i helped up around like 1 a.m i think so five hour zoom call yesterday yeah i hopped in a little bit late but they started at 8 p.m we ended at 1 a.m. to celebrate a friend's birthday over Zoom. And actually, this was explained to me. This is by design. So I can't remember if it was Mr. Tongi or Mr. Sano, but like one of them was telling me, like, you got to start them early and you you get the kids and they hang out together and you make them hang out together. And they continue to hang <laughs> out together from when they're very small up until their high school. And then, you know, you keep it going through YBA and they have to go to the the conferences and they have to dance and all that, like all those things, they have to do it together. That way you build these bonds that even when they're gone, you know, like when they're, when they leave, they still like maintain contact with it because they have such a good relationship. So like the, the fact that you guys are still friends um, is 
obviously a huge part of you and your commitment to each other, as well as, you know, the, the relationship that you have. Um, but it's also kind of funny to see that like someone tried very hard to make that I know, happen. I was like, so my friendships were all a part of a plan. <laughs> <laughs> it worked plan. though. It worked. It, yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> That's so, and it's, it's like, you're, you're like anything in your life where your parents want your be- the best for you. And so they yeah. force you to do things like they force mm-hmm. you to go to temple or mm-hmm. they force you to uh, do extracurriculars and like, it, mm-hmm. you know, eventually it ends up benefiting you. And so it was just kind of funny to think like, this is one of those things of like, yeah, you you guys are going to be friends and it's going to be better for you later in life. It's, I mean, you know, like we definitely like him, uh, Mr. Sano and like his sons and then like other people like at Temple, like their sons, they like would get them to hang out. We'd all, they would play basketball together. And then once we got to like the sibling age where our older siblings were in junior IBA, we'd be forced to hang out because we were just there and we had to just sit there. <laughs> then friendships formed and then gets into junior IBA we have to hang out with each other friendships form and that's helped us stay together for sure even after high school yeah the plan totally works <laughs> yeah it, and I'm sure like it, it doesn't always happen like that like it you know if people mm-hmm. just don't match then it just doesn't work but yeah. I, I I felt like I was really lucky to be able to be in Fresno uh, at the same time that you guys were in junior Y because it was such like a close knit group. It was a good group and you guys really looked out for each other. Um, you know, like even now I know you guys are, are checking in on each other. So it's great to see mm-hmm. that you, you care still, um, you know, so much and uh, to, to see you guys then continue to, to grow together is just fantastic. So I'm, I'm really happy that you you're able to continue to have friends like that. Um, it, it makes me, uh, I don't know. Maybe jealous is envious. I don't know. What? But anyway, but this kind of this kind of group where you know you grew up together and, and you were friends and you still you know friends. Like a lot of my friends are from YBA or college YBA, so I've known them for a long time. But you know, not since we were like little kids. And I've always wanted like that kind of relationship. So it's cool that uh, you've had um, that almost like thrust upon you <laughs> but then just because you know you, you have it at all is just to me uh, I really I really like it and I appreciate it and I hope um you all continue to to keep it up because it'd be great you know to see you guys like you know like your, your grandparents age and <laughs> you're all hanging it out was very cute I agree <laughs> and you know I know for all of us we were very glad to have you there because we definitely met up more I think because of you as well do you remember when we did those like Friday night study nights Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely would never have done that if you weren't there because you know it was nice to have a young minister around to facilitate all this and so it was nice to see them for an extra night and like outside of temple stuff even though we met at the temple (laughs) um yeah I think during high school or having that during high school is really um helpful to maintaining our bonds and strengthening them because that's right before we're about to supposedly maybe go our different ways, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Good. That was probably one of my best like memories of, of being in mm-hmm. Fresno was being able to hang out with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cooking with Reverend Matt and Michelle. <laughs> that, oh, that, one, that one's not one of Michelle's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> 
dealing dealing with the boys is just mm, mm, put down the okay, knives. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, Sorry, been... Matt. Did you did you have something? You you look at the camera. Yeah. No, I was looking at you. Actually, okay. I was looking at I was looking at Michelle popping her head in. That's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite memories. Yeah, I know. Oh, so nice. Yeah, I miss having you guys in here in Fresno. But I know that you guys are doing good things at the Dharma School in Sangha in Sacramento. Yep. So we'll try to. That that's always been kind of on my list of things of like we should do something like that and. I don't know if it'll be junior Y. Like, I, I think it's a great opportunity for us to reach out to like Sac State too, to be like, Hey, we're going to have this yeah. like, study night or something, you know, like right before finals, like you said, you know, not, maybe not every week, but once a year, twice a year, mm-hmm. like, Oh, finals week is coming up. Come in. We'll give you pizza or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start. I was going to say, you need to have food there. That's like, yeah. we'll guarantee people will show up for food. Yeah. That, <laughs> and then apparently uh, a van that we can pick them up in. <laughs> <laughs> The plan's all coming together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds crazy. You, you had to hear it. You, you had to be there. That sounds terrible, but we had a whole conversation about it. <laughs> I, I support the van, the free transportation. As long as it doesn't have dark tinted windows. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, just big, big thing on the sign that says, you know, it's the church van so that people know. We're not, we're not just randomly taking people. Mm. <laughs> Out of context, again, still sounds weird. This sounds like the office. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they start coming on. Yeah. And oh they're like, God. no, no, yeah. this is not. <laughs> no, we're delivering paper. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot about that scene. Yeah. Oh, man. No, but I, I'll, I'll say I have, to do, I have to agree with Matt that I, too, don't have a lot of, like, temple friends from when i was young i have maybe one or two so it is nice to see that you guys have grown up to be so close i don't have anybody that i would want to be on video chat for five hours with so (laughs) yeah it's definitely nice to have them i know i can always come back to you know like i'm not as close to my high school friends i am close with um still a few of them but like with the guys um, and everyone at the temple, I feel like the bond is pretty much the same whenever we come back to each other, you know? That's true. I wonder if that's like a temple thing. Cause like, I, I feel like all of my friends, you know, we might not see each other for like a year or something. And then we start talking mm-hmm. and then it's just like, no time has passed. Yeah. I don't know, but either way, it's really nice. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I don't have anything else. I think, um, Let's see, Matt, do you have anything else? Nope. Okay, um, then that will wrap up this episode for the Welcome Matt's podcast. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to plug anything, Kiana, but it's an opportunity if you wanted to plug anything. Um, come out to the College YBA events and read the YBE and submit stuff to YBE, the Young Buddhist Editorial. You know, uh, I got friends that are working it, so support them. They're doing good work. <laughs> yes. Nice. If you haven't checked out our podcast on the YBE, Check that one out. Uh, that was a good one as well. We we interviewed uh, Trevor Yokoyama, the editor. Who was related to Jason? That we have a podcast that we'll probably put on here in five years or never. 
Is that the one you mentioned like a year ago in a podcast? I mean, yes. yes. <laughs> I was like, I remember you saying, yeah, no, we have a podcast with Jason. <laughs> it's somewhere. Still, still haven't released it. It's yeah. somewhere. Maybe. Can't wait to hear it, hopefully. <laughs> or not. Who knows? <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. I'm uh, on YouTube. If you search for the Sacramento Buddhist Church, you can see lots of videos of me. Oh, I'm on Instagram almost exclusively. And even then, I don't really post anything. But you can find our uh, social media on Instagram at welcomematspod or email us at welcomematspod at gmail.com. Any suggestions would be great. Yep. Or if you want to be a guest or anything. We don't turn anybody away. We need all the help we can get. (laughs) All right. Uh, bye. Bye.